1: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
0: the following on podcast is proudly sponsored by barbados tourism before we kick off the show i just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the icc men's cricket t20 world cup final is taking place in barbados this summer and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. And Welcome to the following on Podcasts, I'm John Norman in New Zealand, Gareth Batty back from his own travels back in Blighty, plenty to talk about on the show this week uh, with uh, England's tour of South Africa, oh well it's close now, Uh, but one man won't be going and that's uh, the one we're going to start off talking about, Moeen Ali, uh, but we're also going to be joined by a man who very much will be there uh, and uh, no doubt keen to uh, rediscover the exploits from Cape Town back in 2016. Uh, ben Stokes will be on the show later on today. Thanks for listening to the following on pop. So, Bats, how you doing, matey? Back from uh, Pakistan, I believe.
2: Yeah, no, uh, been back a few days now, back with family and what have you, but um, a, a quick trip, only only sort of a couple of weeks, uh Bit of uh, bit of coaching with the um, sort of younger guys academy of uh, Multan Sultan, the the PSL franchise that uh, Mo and Ali's just joined. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was a great time out there actually. So
0: how did that come about?
2: Um, oh, I'd been speaking with the owner for a while um, about possibilities of, of being involved in the PSL. Obviously, commitments uh, both here uh, with the radio and, and at uh, at Surrey uh, haven't sort of allowed it, and we had a small window um to uh, to get some work done with uh, with their young talent and uh I jumped at the opportunity
0: well you say young talent but they just fielded a 16 year old in australia so i mean how how old are these uh, how old are these uh, youngsters that you've been teaching teaching the arm ball and uh, and whatever else
2: <laughs> um quite varied uh, the youngest was a 12 year old who bowled left arm wrist spin and spun it like a top um you wouldn't have known he was 12. I would have said he was about 15 just from his skills if you looked at him from his height and his stature you would have said he was 12 but um and then the oldest was sort of in his um about 20 21 so um it was a real sort of varied uh, age range because uh and from understanding uh, that they, they don't quite have a system that we have in the uk so some guys do miss out hence why uh the the age range is so varied they don't want to miss talent at the academy the alley terrine academy and uh they're trying to get uh, their own players through the PSL system into the Multan Sultan team.
0: Um, and what about the security? Because, you know, Test Cricket's going back to Pakistan tomorrow, actually. I think they played two Test tour. Well, I know they played two Test tour against Sri Lanka. Let's talk about a, a, a test against Bangladesh. Um, uh, Mike Selvi, the uh, the former Middlesex in England, CIMA, who wrote for the Guardian for many, many years, was part of uh, an ICC delegation a couple of years ago that went out there for the PSL final. Uh, He was very impressed by the level of security in place, but I'm I'm kind of guessing you didn't get the presidential treatment when you were out there. How did you find it?
2: Um, I've got to be honest, uh, I found it absolutely incredible. There was no, I never at any point felt um, threatened. Um, I flew into Lahore and then I went, the academy's down in a place called uh, Ludra, which is about two hours from Lahore. Uh, We drove down there by car. Um, and the whole time I was there, it's, it's quite sort of farming area, so there was never really any dramas with that. And then I flew out of Islamabad, um, so I was there for an evening and a morning. I had a potter around the city. I had security the whole time. Uh, the, the The Tarim family are uh, very well thought of in Pakistan, so they have um, big, uh, big security presence all the time. But uh, I never felt threatened at all walking around the streets of Islamabad before the flight. Um, it it really did feel. Um, like uh, it's the right decision to be going back and playing test cricket. You know, let's hope that there aren't any dramas. Um, but um, yeah, no, certainly from me, I would go again at, at, at the drop of a hat. No problem.
0: Mm, brilliant. We're talking about going back to play test cricket. You know, the uh, the squad for South Africa has been announced. Uh, James Anderson, Johnny Bearstone, Mark Wood all returning. Joe Root captaining, of course. Geoffrey Archer's there. <laughs> um 42 overs he bowled by the way in that first test match and, uh, at the bay oval at stuart broad Roy burns who uh, i'm sure you were uh, enjoying as he uh got his second test century joss butler zach crawley's still in there sam curran joe denley jack leach and matthew parkinson ollie pope um three wicket keepers here by the way dom sibley uh, ben stokes is coming up very shortly chris wokes and uh those uh, three returning players, uh, Jack Leach and Matthew Parkinson, both in, meaning no mowing alley. Now, that was a little bit of a surprise in itself. Um, not so much that he's not in the squad, but even within, I say, 12 hours of the squad being named, it did seem like there was conflicting information. It, it, it does seem like that decision was taken very, very late by the player himself not to talk.
2: Yeah I I think it was and and reading between the lines um I don't want to break confidence with Moeen and and conversations and so on and so forth it's it's a combination of a few things um firstly um he's been around international cricket for a long time and he's got a young family being away from home is really draining uh, on the family and uh, the individual the player it's not all glamorous um touring around the world um, so that, that's one decision which, wow, I totally get and I fully respect and, and good on him for making the, that decision. And then secondly, I think there's an element of um, he feels like um, possibly England may have, um, may have just been a little bit um, less forgiving by taking away central contract um, and, and leaving him out um, pretty quickly in the summer Uh, Not a lot of backing from their side. Is the communication right from that side? This is all speculation, by the way. I don't know this for Mm. for sure. But um, I see see that point, um, that a guy that actually balances our team, along with Ben Stokes, obviously, um, but those two balance our team, particularly in the conditions we're going to face in South Africa. The first innings of a game is very much going to be the fast bowlers. So the spinner that balls is going to be limited unless you're having a really bad time of it. But then second innings, can you get vital wickets to help the fast bowlers out? Throwing into the mix, Moen's batting, uh, wherever you bat him, um, is, is a massive, massive addition to the team. Certainly no negative that I can see.
0: Mm, let's have a little listen to what Goffey had to say when speaking to Adrian Durham on Drive.
1: No Moen Alley still. Uh, still taking a break from the game. Uh, test cricket, yet he's playing the PSL. Um, so that's interesting. You thought he was going to be in, didn't you? I thought he, he would be chance. in for South Africa. I was hoping he was going to be in, because he's a fantastic talent. He just needs to be at his best when he comes back. Because I, I think whether it's tiredness, whether it's just playing that tournament after tournament, touring after, touring after touring after touring, it can take its toll on any cricketer.
0: I remember trying to work out how many hours uh, Darren Goff had actually spent on a plane in his life, and I think we worked it out. He'd spent about half a year of his life just sitting <laughs> on an aeroplane, you know? And um, it does take it out of you. Uh, Moeen Ali has been a test player, England player, for six years now. And I feel that he's been... And I had this conversation. I'm not saying this just to, uh, you know, wise after the event. I was having a conversation with a journalist a couple of weeks ago. I think he's been treated quite poorly, actually, on occasion. He's been moved up and down the order. Uh, he was brought in as a batsman who was a spinner. Then he was seen as a spinner first. He was dropped down to seven, eight or nine. Then he was labelled the second spinner behind Rashid and possibly even Liam Dawson on occasion. It's, I, I think after a while, it, it obviously does take its toll. and um, Losing his place at the World Cup, losing his place in the Ashes, it, it's, it's a terrible position to find yourself in. But you know at, what, at, at some point, you've got to feel the love for the game must take a little bit of a battering.
2: Yeah, and I, I think you look at the the fact he was, um, I'm not sure if he was first pick, but a very early pick in the draft in the PSL for a lot of money. That's a very nice thing for your self-esteem. That just shows that the rest of the world uh, think a lot about Moeen Ali as a cricketer. I certainly do, and I know you do, but um, at times he wouldn't have felt that love from the ECB in the way that he's been handled. Now, don't get me wrong, this is not uh, something new, it's happened many times and it's very very difficult players are a commodity and while they're performing um you know you you keep them happy if they don't perform then then you see it as a selector it's your prerogative to use and abuse as it were but it comes back to bite you at some point rather than treating them like human beings um, and mowing is so so valuable and it's only when we go on a tour to South Africa that we look at the squad and the balance and we go wow wouldn't it be great with Moen in that just shows that we're doing something slightly wrong there
0: yeah, I mean it's no. Uh, you look at the age that England players retire from the game, uh, and you look how much cricket is played by England, how much money uh, is made by the England team, how much money it costs to run the England team. That, that's all linked to the new world of broadcasting. Uh, you, you just feel it. You just you, the, the players get churned out, don't they? And uh, it's a, it's a real shame. And the question is, will he ever play for England again? Do you think? Can can you see Mohan Ali playing Test cricket again?
2: Yes, um, I really hope so, and, and I, I genuinely do see him playing again. Um, but I think this is kind of a a parting of the two C's, as it were, and and they will they will come back together. I'm I'm sure about that. Um, I think it's nice for for Moen to to have that bit of uh, reflection, being in in a couple of the different leagues around the world. I'm sure he'll be involved in IPL as well, um, and then come back into that England fold, refreshed, stronger. Uh, and better for that little time away. We've seen that with lots of players, the bit of time away and they come back energised and and come back better players and better again, which um, I think it's going to be pretty difficult for, for Moen to come back a much, much better player because I already think he's that good. I think in world cricket, there aren't many guys that can bowl and bat like he can. Uh, we just expect mm. his batting numbers to be up like the best batter in the world and we expect his bowling numbers to be like the best bowler in the world. Well, he's an all-rounder. That just isn't how it works. It's a very physical and demanding role. Um, but his numbers are exceptional as far as I'm concerned.
0: I'm not sure you caught much of the recent series in New Zealand. It was a bit of a snooze fest at times. Um, but uh, you would have no doubt seen that uh, you know a couple of the, the Surrey boys you know, uh, certainly impressed. Uh, Rory Burns, second test match uh, scoring a century. Sam Curran, I think he might have even been leading wicket taker. I'll have to have a check of that but you know it's gonna be a real contest actually with james anderson back in the side uh chris Wokes bowled well in that second test by the way mark wood as well uh, it's gonna be very very uh interesting to see where england go with their fast bowlers uh, and also return for johnny Bestow, uh to the side as well just just strengthening things up a touch i'm not sure uh, how you saw the uh the the action and uh, what you make of the test squad for
2: South Africa? I quite like the test squad for South Africa. Uh, It's a bit bigger than normal. Um, I think that's a good thing. You're keeping the youngsters around, some senior players coming back into the group. Um, I hope we just pick our best team, whatever that is, whether it's uh, Sam Curran, who's who's one of the younger fast bowlers, or whether it's James Anderson and Broad who lead the attack. I hope we pick our best team. Uh, The beauty of having our senior players back into the fold now is the knowledge that's passed around, the learning for the youngsters. It's great to get youngsters in, but if they don't have good support pillars around that team and that changing room, it's very, very difficult to learn as you want them to learn, and that's quickly in international cricket. Uh, so I absolutely champion um, Anderson being back and Bairstow, Um and it could be at the detriment to a, a young Sam Curran playing or an Ollie Pope playing um, or, 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 or whoever it may be, a Crawley, whatever. I actually think it's good for those guys to be on tour, to learn around these fellas and to see how it's done because we're talking about very fine international cricketers and South Africa is not a series to go in half-hearted. It is full-on. It's, uh, you know, some of the grounds, one one ground's called the bull ring. It's called the bull ring for a reason. If you get it wrong, wow, that ball's going to whack you up in the air and give you a real good thump. Um,
0: Obviously, I forgot about Ollie Pope as well. He was uh, in, the, in the in that second test match as well um, I mean you've bowled against a lot of these, uh, these guys as well Zach Crawley played in that second test he only got a single um, tell us a little about uh, I'm not sure how much you would have faced him he was playing for Kent so yep. second division but have you heard much seen much of him
2: no I've seen quite a lot of him um, uh, I've seen more of him sort of pre-season games uh, I've seen him a little bit during the season um, I like him I liked him a couple of years ago if I'm honest um, he's a tall batsman He's elegant He is He's um, very tall isn't he Yeah he and, is Sorry
0: he's... To, to interrupt But I only saw A fleeting moment of him And he hit the ball hard Oh yeah he's yeah, got, yeah. Re, He's really he's, a, he's an athlete I was watching him run Around the around the field actually He, he was outburning He was basically Outpacing Joss Butler Not many people do that um, And then he's got His long levers He connected yep. with A couple of Straight drives Which went To the left of the field It was fielded but on another occasion, I mean, he really gave it a thump. Um, I'm not sure his, he got his, foot, his feet really moving. You know, it was early on in the innings and he was unfortunately edged behind. But there was just something about him, actually, that I, I liked a lot. Um, but, yeah, sorry, carry on.
2: No, no, you're good. I, I, You've pretty much said it all. Uh, because he's tall, he gets a wider base in his stance. So that means he's not going to move his feet as much. I suppose like a Marcus Gothic did back in the day, yeah, a wider yeah. stance. So you're not going to move your feet as much. It's more just a, a small um, uh, positional movement to, to 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 get into the position to hit the ball. Um, but he, he plays off the front foot and back foot. Sometimes the, the taller boys really struggle with the short ball because it's harder to get underneath. They have to stand up and play more. From what I've seen, and I've not seen him against express pace, uh, but I've seen him against a uh, Stuart Meeker ball in relatively quick, sort of late 80s, and he looked pretty good. So, um, look, I-, I think he's definitely a good pick. I think he's one for the future. Um, everything about him, I think England stick with and keep him around the group. We're only going to get uh, better service further down the line with him.
1: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs.
0: Well, one man who will be uh, heading back there very soon. In fact, he's only just arrived back from New Zealand. I thought I spent a lot of time on aeroplanes. I thought Darren Goff did, but uh, delighted to say Ben Stokes is with us for a few minutes before he uh, jets off uh, around London uh, doing all the media obligations ahead of a a huge weekend for him. Uh, Ben, thanks for joining us on the following on uh, Cricket Podcast. Uh, First off, uh, your your reflections on uh, what turned out to be a disappointing series in New Zealand, but looking ahead to what Will hopefully be a, an exciting tour of
1: South Africa? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously when you come away from a series, um, you know, uh, without a win, it's disappointing. Um, but, you know, uh, there could be certain, you know, um, situations, conditions um, out in South Africa that we face in New Zealand. So, um, you know, try and take some positives from it that, um, you know, we've sort of learned a bit more about ourselves as a team, um, you know, and how to bowl and and quite un friendly conditions I guess
2: Um, moving forward to South Africa Stokesy Um, massive series it's always a bit of a cauldron down there I know you and Rooty are very tight um, together sort of moving this team forward Uh, memories of 2016 come to my mind straight away for you um what sort of a series are we are we looking out for? I I see this England team really moving forward nicely, uh, with some youngsters in there, some very good senior players in yourselves. Um, wh- what are the challenges that you think you'll face that'll be slightly different to the norm? Um,
1: well, I think the way you look at um, you know South Africa, especially their bowling. You know they've got you know. Kagiso Rabada as well. Um, one of the one of the best well bowlers in the world. Well pronounced by the way. That's Sando. brilliant. I had I'm pretty sure that. I got. That right. <laughs> uh he's a fantastic bowler in in and he's got, you know, amazing skill and he's very quick as well. So um but we did face that in the summer against Australia, so um it's not something that we're too unused to, but um you know, they're going to be some tough conditions, you guess. Um flat wickets and stuff like that against some quality players, so um you know we tried incredibly hard in new zealand to, to to make things happen for us which didn't quite work but hopefully do out in south africa
2: and the boys are flying when? out on friday um what uh, what have you got to tell us because you're not flying out friday when are you flying out what what's uh, this this is this new celebrity lifestyle that you're you're leading <laughs> my man
1: yeah i'm um, i'm staying back a few days longer for uh, the the sports personality awards on um sunday um you know, I I think it's uh, it's sort of bigger than me for that night. It, it's more of being there representing cricket, especially after what um, two thousand nineteen did for 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 the sport that I love doing, um, and even you know just being there representing that sport. And um, you know, I think is is a great thing to do. And um, you know, thanks to the ECB for actually allowing me to do that as well. Uh, looking forward to it and see how it goes.
2: Well, there you've got it. Every cricket fan in England will be voting for you, and I hope everybody else. And uh, very good luck on Sunday, and we'll see you in South Africa, thanks, my friend. Pal. Thank you very much for joining us. No
1: worries.
0: Well, it was a fleeting visit. Big thanks to uh, to Ben Stokes. And uh, off he goes into the, uh, into the... Well, I don't know if it's sunset. I know it gets dark there early at the moment, but not quite sunset. It is a big weekend, actually, for... Uh, for cricket, it's been quite a while since uh, the uh, BBC Sports Personality of the Year he even had a cricketer worthy of the name that was being uh, represented. So we'll see how that goes. But, you know, he's such a crucial part of that England team. And there was some questions about Joe Roots uh, and the captaincy. And he's a very loyal man, Stokes, to Roots. So there's no way that he's going to be, you know, moving himself into position. But, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that so much is asked of him as a batsman, a bowler, a fielder, um, you know there would actually be much more of a clamour that one day he would be captain of the England team.
2: Yeah. It's that weird conundrum, isn't it? It's, it's, You know, one of your best players or the guy that makes things happen. Um, I'm not saying who's the better player, him or Root. They're both wonderful players and we're very lucky to have them. Um, But it always gets talked about when you're that good for your team, whether you should be the captain, whether you should take uh, the armband on. But it's a real difficult one because it just adds even more pressure. It's different to any other captaincy in any other sport. Once you get on the field, the captain makes the decisions, not the management, not the manager. The captain is the one. And that is a huge, huge amount of extra workload on a player. Um, now, as soon as you go internationally, that's doubly magnified because you've got the press conference, you've got everything to go with it. I personally, and and Ben one day, I'm sure he will have ambition to do it, um, but I personally at the minute love the fact that Joe Root, the sitting captain at the minute, is actually getting Ben Stokes close, he's using his information, he's using his knowledge, he's using him as a player As a brilliant person around the change room He's the fittest bloke in the squad And he's the bloke that bats and balls all day And feels like a demon He's absolutely brilliant He is Mr Cricket um, And I think that is very smart from Joe Root And that is why uh, Sometimes the guy with less string to his bone Might be better served being captain
0: Brilliant stuff Mate, um, that brings us pretty much to the end of the show this week Uh, Next time we do a show together, we'll both be in South Africa. I think. Woo hoo! Um, uh, I know. I can't wait. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, The the summer for me is going to continue. But uh, yeah, well, look. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, roping in Ben Stokes. And uh, I hope that his management team don't uh, break your legs on the way out because he was a very very busy man. But yeah, I'll see you. uh, I'll speak to you down the line uh, in the next couple of weeks.
2: Yep. Perfect. Get that time. uh, Get that time difference right. Get voting for Ben on Sunday, pal.
0: Yeah, well, two big, uh, two big. <laughs> there's two things that need our vote this week, uh, and that is the, uh, the most important of the two, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, we, well, we won't talk politics. Let's not sell things right at the end of the show. <laughs> uh, but thanks for, thanks for listening to the following on podcast. We will be back. I can't work out exactly what's going to be happening in the next show. I'm going to be heading to South Africa. The team will be arriving there. Stokes, you never know. He might be back on it. Uh, Bats will be with us. Uh, Guy Swindles as well. There's um, uh, a team, the talk sport team start to make their way to Johannesburg, where TalkSport will, of course, be covering the uh, four tests, the three T20s the three ODIs, and also the two warm-up games, the first of which starts on the 17th of December. So we'll be having podcasts every day of the South Africa Tour. So uh, subscribe, review on Acast, iTunes or Spotify. Thanks for listening, and, uh, yeah, see you in South Africa.